Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. A couple things happened. The heroes sprung their trap. Dad. <laughs> Dad. Dad. I mean, all of these ones that would just had falchions, they all instantly die. The lightning leaps from one to the next to the next to the next. You just cleared <laughs> straight up kill them. But the porcine monstrosity escaped unharmed. It is a huge pig chimera looking creature oh, that looks gross. like that. Oh, <laughs> it almost looks friendly. Whoa. It's scaring me. It's like, hey, kids. And it's mighty gore. Oh, my God. 60 points of damage. Oof. And then it gets a free push to knock you down the shaft. <gasps> Could send them plummeting to their doom. It gores Nestor, and Nestor just pull. Falls down the shaft oh, and out of the combat. The adventure continues. Oh, that's so bad. So bad. No. Did uh, any of you guys have a paper route growing up? I had a I had a paper route. No, I enjoyed reading the paper when I was young. The obits, mostly. <laughs> no, that day to day hourly stuff is for suckers. I I got in the stock market early. Yeah, well, that's just smart. <laughs> they, I think, there it was frowned upon by the time I was old enough to do a paper route for kids to do paper routes because I think somebody had like there had been some case where whistleblower. No, some kid had been like <laughs> kid ab- blew the whistle. abducted or murdered or something horrible, oh, and so geez, at that Matthew. point it was just taken over by. I, I asked, I was like, "Can I have a paper route? Because I want to, I want to make some money." And my dad was like, "Yeah, they don't let kids do that anymore. Yeah, those <laughs> jobs all go to drifters now, son. <laughs> <laughs> all of the same drifters that kidnapped and murdered they, the right. children. That was right. a, they did it, it for the job. It was, it was all part like a of big a plot. scheme. <laughs> In my neighborhood, it was a dad who drove his kid around in like a minivan. Mm-hmm. He would throw him yeah, on the passenger seat. That was seat. normally. Mostly what it was. Yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was just an adult who got up early and just drove around and tossed the, the papers. At the height of my uh, my paper route days, when I had a lot of customers on the weekend, uh, my mom would drive me around on Sunday because the papers were this fucking thick. Oh, yeah. uh, was it the Globe? Were you, were you throwing the Globe? Around no, it was you? the uh, Lawrence Eagle Tribune that ah. just became the Eagle Tribune. But uh, the way it started was my neighbor growing up, a uh, close friend of mine. Uh, we just just because we were neighbors, he had a paper route. And he would always ask me, we'd be playing all day, going to the pool, hanging out, playing wiffle ball. And then it would come to around two o'clock. He's like, "Ah, I got to go do my route. Want to come with me? I'm like, no. Want to come with me? No. And then finally, he'd give you 10 bucks to come with me and help me. I was like, all right. It was like an hour walking around the neighborhood in the summer. It's the worst. And I get 10 bucks. I was like, that's pretty good. And then at a certain point, he's like, hey, you want to split the route with me? I'll give you half the money. And then I'll take half the money. You do half the route. I'll do half. And then we'll be done. And we can get back to playing. I was like all right, I'm in. And then eventually we became close with the district manager and the district manager came to me one day and my mom and uh, was like, uh, your buddy is, they're not paying us what they owe. So we want to take the route away from him. Would you like to have it? And I was like, 
all right. So I took the route. I took it over, and then I had the route, and then I grew it into a. a small so wait, this business. was your first instance of like backstabbing mm-hmm. a business partner. <laughs> yeah. The first opportunity you got, but it was like, uh, <laughs> uh, who's the King Solomon? It was like no, nobody was going to have the route. You know, they were just going to kill the route and give it to someone else. I, classic like, Spanish prisoner dilemma. Right? So I, I took the route. Uh, so I took the route. I took the route. And what I did he say? Was he like, Thanks for getting that off my back, or was he like? I'll never speak to you again. I think it was like my mom was taking the money. You take the route. <laughs> she needed it for cards of Virginia Slim. He was kicking up. Yeah, I can't remember what the circumstances were, but it was it was a weird thing. I, I may have even asked him, like, dude, they're going to take the route. Away. You mind if I take it? He's like, All right. They, he was done with it anyways. But it was a nice chunk of change. And then I, I mean, it, God, it would take me over an hour and a half at some point to do this route. And, I, and sometimes I'd walk it. Sometimes I'd use my bike. But on Sundays, I'd have to come back to the house 10 times because I could only fit three of the fucking papers in my bag uh, tied to the end of my bike. Anyways, it was fun. And that's why I think I like being alone because I spent all that time as a kid every day just being alone with my thoughts, talking to myself. Mm. Well, now here's the real trippy moment. Mm. It was the Eagle Tribune, formerly the Lawrence Eagle Tribune. It was. Isn't that the paper that Joe's character wrote for in Call of Cthulhu? Well, you That's know, it's right. When Joe mentioned that, I was like, you know, there's a real paper called, because you cut the Lawrence Eagle Daily is what you said. Lawrence Daily Eagle. Yeah. And I said, well, the, the real paper is the Lawrence Eagle Tribune, if you want to use that. And you gave me a reason why you, you were like, no, I want to do Lawrence Eagle Daily here. Oh. It used to, it was called that. Oh, is that what it Before it, was called, it became, back in, uh, back in like the late 1800s and well, the early go. 1900s. In like the 30s, it changed to the Lawrence Daily Tribune. So Joe and what? But I just like, the Daily Tribune sounded much more like regular modern than like the Daily Eagle. Daily Eagle. It, to me, that sounded perfect. Yeah. It's so a good time. Christmas, historically you'd inaccurate. Bank. but You'd make bank at Christmas. Tips. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, the rest of the week, you know, there were some people didn't tip. Some people, like, never paid on time. It was awful. I just stopped giving them their paper. And then they'd call and complain that they didn't get their paper. I'm like, wait, you didn't pay for it. And the office would be like, got to give them their paper. Uh, but then you, you get nice little tips. You'd make a It was a good, good, uh, good gig. But now you're telling me the kids don't do it. I mean, they didn't. Uh, maybe they've gone back to doing it. Hmm. You should read Paper Girls, Brian Vaughn. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to. But, That's great. Yeah. I played a lot of Paperboy on the NES. Boy, That's a tough was game. That hard. I liked it in the arcade. Yeah, arcade. I with, love, the, with the handlebars, right? Yeah, and the song, the music is like some of the best video game music ever. Do 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 do. Joe, are you filing your taxes over there? What are you doing? I'm filing, filing glass cannon taxes because we are just constantly, nonstop, Tax bombarded cannon. by states. Every state we do a live show in is mm. just like comes after us. Nickel and diamond for years. For years. Gross. It's gross. Comes should, after us. They, they come be. after us. And I was saying this to you earlier. Grateful that we're coming. It makes me so angry. Because basically what they do is they're like, <laughs> these guys, they already paid us. But you know what we'll do? We'll just say they didn't. And we'll send them a check or a, a bill. And what are they going to do? Go up against the Commonwealth of Massachusetts <laughs> with their team of lawyers? It'll cost them quadruple what the, we're charging them here. They'll just pay us. Oh, we talked about this earlier. We got a bill for 900 bucks that we know that we paid. And yeah. we couldn't dispute it because if we went to a lawyer to dispute it, the lawyer would be like, we took care of it. You don't owe that 900 bucks. That'll be $1,500. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Son of a God, they're all working together. They are. They're all in on it together. <laughs> So I sound like a bunch of old men. I hate a cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> I hate a cahoots. Uh, well, paper route was good. It was a good time. What I was just, your first job, Matthew? Yeah. What was yours? My very. I mean, I helped out at my dad's shop a little bit. That doesn't really count. And then Spin I was spinning Fuyadel. 
No way. What was, was that? That was, was that was, was that was what was that? Oh, that was later. What you're thinking? Uh, was that's that was like I was in college at that point. You were the olive oil um, boy charged with then, stamping on olives in the back. Yes, that's how they that's how they do it. Till oil came out. Um, no, I, I was a greasy little toad child. I, I was a sub at a pool, like a pool club, like the snack bar. So I would, I, oh. so but I not the official one. No, the sub. well, because I knew a guy. I knew the guy who did it. It was the same kind of thing. He was like, "Hey, can you come in and sit at the snack bar?" But then I was like, I was the new. <laughs> The new person, so they didn't even let me do the snack bar. They put me out at like check in. They hazed you. So I had to sit out, and sit out in the sun, and just check people in. Um, and then I worked at the front desk of a YMCA. Oh, uh, was that that was I was in high school. I also worked at a place uh, that was uh, in every way, shape, and form very similar to the uh, Build a Bear phenomenon. Oh wow, yeah. But it was uh, it was uh, it was not Build a Bear. It was I, I don't know if there was some sort of. Uh, legal proceedings initiated over that but i worked was it raccoons or something or? no it was bears but it just well, you, you, and you built them but you didn't they didn't call it that did no. any older employees mistake you for one of the bears because of your size and hairiness no it's an otter did you <laughs> like oh i'm sorry i didn't know you were sitting down i, I, I was about realize. to shove you in a box I'll sit with you. I, I had a bunch of jobs did you like that job which job the build a bear uh not build a bear job N- not really my sister worked at Build-A-Bear, and I'm convinced to, to this day, like, it was the moment everything changed for her, and she just, like, no longer trusted or liked human beings. I mean, it was... Wow. She it was, was like, it, the worst... Service. It wasn't even... It was like the parents. It was like the yeah, parents. They were, I can see They that. were horrific to the people that worked at the yes. stores, and they got yes. minimum wage to do all this ludicrous work, and they had to, like, be at the beck and call of these people yeah. that felt so empowered yeah. to build Entitled. their bear. Yeah, exactly. The owner was pretty good, and she, I think she paid us a little more than minimum wage, and we did a lot of parties, so we usually got tipped out for the parties. That's mm-hmm. fun. And then I did, you know, I, I waited here and there, cater waiter. You know, I had a bunch of odd jobs when I was a teenager. Joe, what was your first job? First job uh, was I was an assistant mechanic slash gas pumper at uh, a mechanic shop slash gas station. How old were you? 15, 14. So you were just a freeloader until then? Um, a freeloader until, well, yeah, I guess I was, I was a freeloader until then. Mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't officially, I mean, you had to get your working papers. Like, for, for, yeah, yeah. Like, papers, I, please. like you couldn't work if you were under 16. And so I was, uh, this was all under the table. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I missed it. Sorry. Papers, please. Papers, please. Uh, I got, uh, yeah, I got paid under the table. I got paid cash. <laughs> paid cash at the mechanic shop. Yeah. Um, oh, what were they doing with all that cash lying around? That's right, no paper trail. Yeah, I'll tell you what the owner was doing, and he was a cool dude, and I liked him a lot. Going golfing <laughs> with the company cash, like he wasn't a bad guy. He just uh, it was he was cool. But yeah, golf. when you're in a cash business like that, I mean, he would just pay me cash, and it was so awesome. <laughs> now that I think about it, now like as a business owner, I'm so terrified yeah. of paying anyone a dollar. And Matthew's <laughs> yeah. like, "Where's the receipt? Where's the receipt? Where's the receipt?" It's like this guy is just like. But now I know where. Man. Now I know where your receipt hesitancy comes from. My yeah. complete lack of care about tracking business expenses. Would have been yeah. fun if they paid you with like an envelope full of grated parmesan. <laughs> Here you are, sir. It's what you requested. <laughs> it's just grated parmesan. Did I ever? Did I ever tell you this story? When when after Sandy, the company I was working for, a lot of people like they got hit bad, or like there some people lost their homes entirely, and mm-hmm. so they were doing this thing where like for the like two weeks after Sandy, after we could get back into the office, they were. Uh, doing hot, they wanted to do a hot breakfast and hot lunch every day for the whole company. Hmm. They spent an ungodly amount of money on that. 
And one day, like one day I ordered like pizzas for the whole company and I was doing all the food service. So I was just like, my, I maxed out my company credit card ordering food that, that week. <laughs> uh, but they sent, so they we ordered like, I mean, it was like a hundred pizzas or something crazy. And they, like we called ahead. They were, they were cool to do it. They were happy to do it. And they sent over a bunch of this, like the hot pepper flake and everything, but they sent them in mass quantities. So they just sent like a 10 gallon bag. It wasn't 10 gallon, but it was like a multiple gallon bag of par- grated Parmesan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I've died and gone to him. You should give it to Joey. It would look like he was in Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Grant first job. First job was in grassroots environmental organizing. How old were you? 17. Oh, another freeloader until 17. Yep. 17. What did you do 17. the summer when you were 16? You still got an allowance. Played a lot of video games. Uh, but oh, that, that year I turned 17, my dad just was like, you're not cute at all anymore, son. You got to get out in the hot sun. And I went door to door. And uh, I would, if someone opened the door, I'd say, hello, I'm from Texas Campaign for the Environment. And I would educate people on current issues affecting the state negatively and have them contribute if they wanted to and at the very least write letters to corporate federal and uh, state and local governments to change laws they stopped a loophole that required like old factories to install newer grade um what was it uh modern pollution control systems they required uh companies that manufacture computers to take back the waste and recycle it in the state it was a cool thing texas campaign for the environment there it is and you accidentally said loophole funny in a way that made it sound like it rhymed with RuPaul. <laughs> that was fun. Drag race is always on my mind, Troy. That's probably why. He loves it. He loves that show. Loophole's drag race. Skid, first job, uh, candy striper? No, first job was I, I filled in uh, my friend Peter Lund, uh, one on vacation. He was a dishwasher. Yeah. And uh, he let me fill in. He had, he had set me up to fill in for him for a, two weeks. What a pal. Yeah, that was... <laughs> It's a horrible job. It's horrible. It's also a horrible first job. If you've never worked before and they throw you in a really busy kitchen washing dishes, I still have nightmares. I also wake up in a cold, smelly sweat just thinking about that fucking, that two weeks, some of the worst two weeks. You know who else's first job was a dishwasher? Who? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, that's got to be rough as your first job. You're like, is this what work is? Yeah, is this what work is supposed to be like? <laughs> Fuck like, this! This is horrible. I was like, I just, I yeah. was terrified the entire time. I couldn't understand what anybody was saying. They're throwing, throwing dirty dishes at yeah, me. They're just, just throwing, like, throwing piles of like so, disgusting dishes at me. And it's so loud. It's super loud. And, then and, I, the, and it's so, and like, if you get caught with the water, it's like searing, searing yeah, hot. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like crazy hot and like steamy. You're always just and like I'm the only dishwasher. Grease, grease and water. Yeah, it's just like in that just that food stench. <laughs> like on me all the time. It was it was it was awful. Did but you? I did save up enough money to get a Sega Genesis. Wow, it was worth it. And my dad yelled at me. He's just like, "You just save that money for a car." I was like, "You oh, you want me to buy a two hundred dollar car? <laughs> Why don't you shoot me in the face right now? I got save some time game where I could drive a car. It's Rad Racer, exactly. <laughs> what kind of restaurant was it? Uh, it was, the restaurant was named Pour La France, in, uh, but the Bonnie Bray neighborhood of Denver. It was uh, like a French bistro type thing. The restaurant is gone, although there is a franchise of it in the Denver International Airport now. If you go there, I think Terminal B, like you go, you can go to into a version of the hell that was my life for two weeks. When Sounds I was like the next episode of Franchise Fangos. There we go. If there we go. go, if we ever do a Glass Cannon live in Denver, 
We all must go. We will eat at Pour La France the at the Pour airport. La France. <laughs> and then we'll go wash our dishes. <laughs> and then we'll, and we will, and we will leave an back. extra tip for the dishwasher. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank thank you. you. Please give this to you. Yeah, this we have a machine you. that does that now. What are you talking about? <laughs> but then I worked at McDonald's for a little while, and that was almost as bad. And then I just stopped going. Mm. I didn't even quit. I just stopped. I still have the uniform. And my second job was Blockbuster, which I then did again mm. during college, uh, the one right near BC. And then after that, I worked at an ice cream stand, which was owned by John Cena's parents. Right. Oh, and so right. I knew a young pre wwe john cena mm-hmm. and you said he was really nice right the nicest guy uh i don't want to say anything about uh, some members of his family who weren't as cool because he'll track you down and beat the living shit out. yeah he's the guy that you would think would just be the biggest asshole in the world he's like the most popular kid at school he had like a bodybuilder's body at 17 and he was the nicest most down-to-earth kid i remember when he came wow. to the stand it was just like salt of the earth he just got married. He did? did yeah, he? after a breakup from um, one of the wrestling. Bella Twins. Bella Twins, yeah. yeah. Congrats to John Cena. Congrats yes. to John Cena. I wonder who will be washing the dishes at his wedding. That was my segue. I got nothing. Uh, let's talk about Nestor's dish, which just got washed as he fell <laughs> 3,000 feet <laughs> to the bottom of the shaft. Now, I was told that I don't need to calculate the damage because Nestor has something that stops all pain. No, not quite. Boots of the cat, mates. If you remember. I don't. From book uh, four, I think, or oh something. When he wow. intentionally like jumped. Oh, it was the, uh, the wyvern's nest or whatever. And he's like, is that, watch this. Like jumped and just like, oh, I'm fine. So the, the way they work, uh, I, whoever is wearing them will automatically take the minimum amount of possible damage, so one on every die, assumed, and lands on their feet. Wow. All right. Give yourself seven points of damage. Okay. See, this was my plan. I was going to take the AOO, unload, and then and give them the fucking finger and fall backwards into the shaft. And then I'll be like, oh, what? And this was, oh, boot you the cat. But it was ruined. It was ruined. Uh, By Troy. I, well, I said when we were off the air, Nestor's fine. He took that 60, I think it was 60 points of damage. Now another seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that the fall wasn't going to kill him. I forgot about Boots of the Cat. But the difficult thing is here, he is out of the combat. I mean, he is now uh, at least 50 feet, excuse me, 70 feet below you. Uh, and it's you got to climb up a ladder that's a DC 10 climb check, which is automatic for him, but it slows his rate to get back into the fight. So this was a fight that was totally in hand, and now you just lost one of your primary damage dealers. Baron's always a misfire away from being out of it, and you have to rely on Joe O'Brien's rolls. Which no one, oh, shit, no one wants to do. Let's pick it right back up with the combat. So that was Nestor's turn. Thank God I still have my initiative thing here. Sometimes they just disappear. And speak of the devil, it's Sir Will's turn. Sir Will, you are flanked by a beefy-looking orc and a less beefy-looking orc. Although on roll 20, they look both they look equally beefy. Very similar. This uh, this might seem like a like a strange turn, but mm-hmm. I feel like I, I have to do it. Uh, sh- oh boy! All right, so Sir Will is going to uh, provoke attacks of opportunity from both both of them as he gets out of there. He's just like, "You fools! Can't you see you're defeated? Give up now, and might we may spare your lives." I have no time for you now. He's got his eyes set on this boar creature, and he doesn't quite know that Nestor's knocked uh, out yet. 
and he wants to try to take its attention at least away from Baron for the moment and possibly Nestor. So he's going to start moving, uh, and he's going to kick uh, Lexington into motion. All right, the one with the falchion swings out at you and misses with a 17, and then the uh, badass-looking one with the orc double axe swings out and misses with a 17. Great. Uh, Bang! Off his armor as he goes... (laughs) He's going to come around, and uh, I'm actually going to sp- uh, spend a standard action here eyeing up this creature and trying to get a sense of like kind of where it's coming from and what its deal is by casting Detect Evil. Uh, I want to see if this thing is evil because I'm getting at the point now where these are the final smite evils of the day. So yikes. I have to uh, be wary. Uh, all right, so you Detect Evil on this uh, big, giant... Pig creature. I'm going to see if it, there's any chance that it reaches beyond that, but I don't think it will. No. So just this creature. It is not evil. Mm. Uh, I, f- I thought so. Baron! It's going to be resistant to my attacks. You must take it out. For Highbury! For Highbury. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. I'll, de- I'll deal with these two. Then he points back to the orcs that he just left, uh, who are obviously going to go and attack him. But he will go back and attack them if you can try to fucking take this thing out. And Metro overhears this too, obviously. Okay. Oh, I overhear it, do I? Yeah. Why don't I just chop the liver? Uh, I have a feeling that if all goes well, I think this guy's going to come at me. He'll probably knock me off of Lexington. But we'll just deal with it as we go. We just got to shoot him to death. While you're analyzing that creature for evil and you come up with nothing, is there any chance you have a relevant knowledge check that could uh, determine what it is? Not, dude. All right. Sir Will is not, dude. He's not an educated young man. Uh-huh, he's, a, uh-huh. he's a fighter. <laughs> he's a knight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would like you all to know that I've already picked out my order for Port La France. Oh, what are you getting? What are you getting? I'll tell you now. Okay. I'm going to get the French onion soup. Oh, that was a specialty. That was the French onion soup oh, was their specialty. I love that French onion soup. Hell to clean, though. The cheese must have gotten stuck yeah, on the side. Yeah, that sides. was a huge pain in the ass. And I'm not going oh, to attempt crocs, to... Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the dishwasher. I'll tip yeah. extra for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce this in French, but I'm going to get the rainbow trout Provençal ah. with ratatouille and an olive tapenade. Oh, that hell yeah. Sounds delicious. Here's something right. that will make you never want to eat French onion soup again. I used to work at a restaurant where yeah. someone at the table found half a mouse in their French oh, onion soup. Oh, half? Yes. Was Which it half? the kitchen staff just fucking around? Did it eat the other half before it discovered it? Or, oh, it uh, thought that it was just like drenched bread and it was half of a mouse. Half a mouse went in its mouth. That's I never, I, horrifying. I have not eaten French onion soup to this day because I'm always assuming that there's a mouse in there. I kind of just never want to eat at a restaurant again <laughs> right? after hearing that. Yeah, we still think anyway. it was the kitchen staff just fucking around. Watch this. Here's a question. Yeah. Outside of that, is saying I like French onion soup stupid? No. Is, that, is that like saying I like ice cream? It's, like, does everybody no. like French onion soup, or is it no, like no? A, okay, because I love it. And I just assume everybody likes yeah, it's it. Really good. I mean, it, it's, it, it's pretty basic, but it is delicious. No, no, I know it's. I'm saying, does everybody think it's delicious? Is it obvious? No, it's delicious. I wouldn't. No, I would not. Never assume that. I think okay. it's in the Caesar salad lane of delicious. It's a strong flavor that is amazing Rich, if you yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, a lot of people not. just don't like onion. I don't. Yeah, that's true. I love. I don't. I. I. I don't love onion, but I do love an onion soup. It was so mild when it's cooked that long. Yeah. All right. It is this uh, <laughs> dude's turn. Uh, who was? So, detour. Let's the, go to yeah. Denver. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
uh, one of the uh, orcs who went up there with the uh, general, he starts making his way down behind uh, the warthog. And uh, he's just going to move and not attack. And then it is Metra's turn. Okay. Um, Baron currently has an X across his pawn. I'm assuming he's not dead. He's dead. Boy, that that uh, that changes the. Uh, oh, I see. He was just on he top was standing of on top of a dead body, which I've now removed from the board. All right. Um, if that would make it impossible for you to answer the question, Matthew, then <laughs> pull it from the board. Well, well done, Grant. Nice. That's good. <laughs> um, well, the real question is: Can I get the the warthog? And no, I cannot get the warthog and these two the, these two orcs and not Baron or Sir Will. With an AOE spell, so I'm just going to have to focus my fire on one of them. Uh, what are you thinking? So, I am going to mm. cast mm. a spell. Mm. That spell... You're uh, stalling. Yes, I am. ...will be known <laughs> that as... spell... From the Pathfinder core rulebook. <laughs> yes. In, it's pl- in the Pathfinder game, it's, it's known as... The following name. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disintegrate on the on the on the warthog. Oh, oh there we that's go. That's mean. It's neutral. Uh, so he's he just knocked Nestor down a fire pit. He fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, that was rude. So Metro is going to fly up to the north, loop around the long way, and then she's going to level her finger at the warthog and try to hit you with this. Uh, with this disintegrate spell. Range touch. Oh, I hope you fumble. That'd be so fun. It would be fun for you. Yeah. Crit. Uh, that's going to be a 24 against touch. Yeah. Big old targets. A huge chimera warthog. Yes. Uh, now I got a roll save. Fortitude. Fortitude. Ah, fuck. 33. You got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you are going to take <laughs> 5d6, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use my... Google roller. Disintegrate! There's no bigger disparity in a non-save-or-suck spell from the spell where you make the save versus don't make the save than disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, uh, you take 19 points of damage, but you take all of it. Yeah, take all of it. Give it all to me. So I imagine if you pass on disintegrate, you're still taking away chunks of it. So like chunks of it are just gone. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Magically, he's not bleeding to death. I am going to use my quick and meta magic rod to do one more thing, though. Oh, Ooh, how um, convenient. Let me just make sure this can work. Yes, it can. So I'm going to fireball, uh, and I can, get, oh. I can get the warthog. I can get the orc that's standing right next to him, and I can get the general who's hiding in the back. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That is a very... What kind of range you got on that ball? Very convenient use. I got crazy range. I got crazy range on it, but I got to get a 20-foot radius. So if I hit that spot where the yeah. air hits, oh, yeah. I sure can get all Hell yeah, bro. <sighs> all right, what do you need? Some reflex saves? Reflex saves. All right, let's start with the... Uh, oh, the best. <laughs> Just the explosion. Oh, the general rolled a 24. Uh, okay, that passes. Uh, this poor sap <laughs> failed so oh. badly. Uh, the uh, the little guy who's standing next to the... Uh, this is a creature I'll let you know right now. It's called a potreel. Potreel. And then the potreel rolled a 28. Okay, that passes as well. Okay. So for the one who failed, that's 46 points of damage. <laughs> nice. Well, his life is over. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's 23 points of damage to the, the Potrillo and to the general. As well. Nice. All right. Um, looks like it all goes through on the 
Potriel. And uh, just to give you uh, an adequate uh, assessment, uh, it does look like it all went through on the general as well. Okay, great. Should have went to the general. Uh, okay, that was Metra's turn. And <laughs> speak of the devil, that's a metal turn. He is, uh, he is upset. Uh, Metra's raining down spells, quickening metamagic wands. Baron's got a gun. That does have to be really upsetting. You command a battalion who all wield like falchions, and this guy walks in with a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does anybody speak uh, orc? I was looking that up before. No, no, no one speaks orc. Speaks giant. I do. Uh, Lord on, spoke orc. It's on my list. Lord spoke orc. Uh, so Baron, no, I do. Nestor does. Baron and Nestor. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> Chafers, <laughs> uh, what do I want to do here? This is so fucking tricky. Metro, you're uh, just floating around up there, right? About 30 feet in the air. 30 feet in the air. I don't like your tone, the way you answered that question. Uh, it's kind of rude, Matthew. Yeah. He's, he's, he's trying to run the game. Could have answered it differently. That's all I'm going to well, say. What, would, what should I have said? Yes. Well, I was giving you more That's all you have to say. Then you'd be like, 30 feet away. If you want to try something, oh. range 30. That's what you're trying to say. I heard it. I With heard the it smug here. satisfaction of someone who just ordered a French onion soup. <laughs> and he smug satisfaction. Half a builder there inside of it. Um, <laughs> Some soup. Some soup. Uh, you're 30 feet in the air. Okay. I'm basically over the table. I'm hovering over the table over the remains of their dinner that we so rudely interrupted. Are you saying if someone was standing on the table, they'd be in range to hit you with a melee weapon? I don't know. How tall Whoa. is it? Whoa. Maybe. 26 feet. <laughs> yeah, so as soon the as table I, I had to jump over was 26 <laughs> feet Baron, that was really that impressive acrobatics to have seen. You rolled really high. I believe you you, you told him it was a an easy acrobatics check, unless. <laughs> well, for him. For him. For nothing. Him. I think Baron's going to retire and join the Harlem Globetrotters after this. That was incredible. <laughs> having, a, having a dwarven gunslinger on the, on the Harlem Globetrotters would be fairly on brand, I think. It'd be amazing. I'd go right now. Oh, farts. Just shooting Washington generals. <laughs> um, hmm. I saw Hannibal Burris once. I think I talked about this, but he told a, uh, uh, Gilbert uh, Arenas joke. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, man, because Gilbert Arenas got, a, he, he took a gun into the locker room. Like, why would you bring a gun into an NBA locker room? I was saying, it's like, hey guys, I think I thought of a, a new way to stop Kobe Bryant. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's what's going to happen. The general, I keep calling him the general, he is going to step up 30 feet. In the direction of y'all. And he is going to go into total defense. He's got this huge, heavy steel shield, and he just goes total defense. You just totally do that Dark Soul style. Or Demon Soul style. Oh, yeah. There's a shield there. The the Tower Knight. Tower shield. Um... Yeah, so he moves right up behind one of the dead bodies, kicks it out of the way, or like slams the shield right on its arm and severs the arm of the dead orc. Uh, Creating a a bit of a a tough target for, say, a gunman. Uh, 
And now it is the Potreal's turn. And it's coming for Sir Will. Come with me, creature! It comes running. It holds its lance up in the air. Faces it straight on. It runs right over you to trample you and Lexington. No! And it has an ability that will not allow you to take an attack of opportunity because it has improved overrun. So instead, it will just go over you and all you can do is a reflex save for half damage. As it charges towards you, all the ground behind it turns into difficult terrain from its Jeez. thunderous charge. Mm. It just like rips, ripples, ripples the ground basically in a way that the ground keeps rippling for one round and creates it all difficult terrain. I think it like breaks the, the tiles like on the front of the ground. Yeah, the only reason I say it's a ripple is because it only lasts for one round, oh, so it's no okay. longer difficult terrain after this. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it runs towards, so that's actually going to make it hard for Sir Willamette to get away from it. Give me that Hopefully, failed reflex save. Here comes. Come on, Sir Willamette. Out of the box. It was a good roll, too. Natural 20. Oh! <laughs> Sir Willamette's the blessings of Iowa Day. Do you have evasion? Should I even roll this? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All paladins, paladins have evasion. Yeah. Now, uh, who rolled the natural 20? That was Sir Will. What did uh, Lexington roll? Natural Natural twenty. <laughs> it's the same. It was the same time. Natural twenty. It was the 20. same. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the same. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Uh, oh come on, Lexington! There he, is. he took it. Took it right in the face. Eighteen. Mm. Reflex save. Uh, hor- horrifically bad roll. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's only going to be twenty-four points of damage to Lexington and twelve to Sir Will, unless you have uh, evasion. Uh, yeah, I do not have evasion. Uh, so 24 to Lexington, 12 to Sir Willemans. Yeah, the uh, path of its charge is considered difficult terrain to the start of the Potriel's next turn. Um, I'm looking, I zoomed out on the map, and I see that we're actually really close to that ceremonial entrance hall. So you got to believe this is like the dining room where they where they host dignitaries. Feast their guests. Yeah. Yeah. Does any one of you have tremor sense? We, uh, we, that we had a magical item that provided tremor sense, but I believe we have since sold it and moved on. I'm looking at my uh, list of magical items. I wonder now. if the the belt that I have. Oh yeah, wasn't the the, the uh, belt of the earth or something? Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that had it. Didn't that provide earth glide too? It did. Yeah, it was a that earth elemental something. It was. I, yeah. I would have to turn into an earth elemental, but yeah, then. I could get <laughs> okay, that. so no one has tremor sense that's always activated. No. no. Okay. Good. Um, so, yeah, I'm just making sure that's all that it can do on its turn here. Uh, and it is. And so, just to clarify, Sir Will, it, everywhere from where it was to where it to you are is difficult terrain right now. Uh, straight through your John. Uh, okay. I'll go ahead and put it on the map for you. But in the meantime, it is uh, the one... Uh, actually, no, he's dead. Yeah. Zed's dead. Zed's dead, baby. Um, All right, this dude here that was flanking Sir Will to the north, he's the non-beefy-looking orc. Uh, It's his turn. He is going to come right up on Baron uh, and swing a falchion at him. Give me your best shot, punk. Probably going to have to be a natural 20. Even though falchions crit on 18 to 20, I don't think an 18 or a 19 will hit you. Uh, and man, that would have been that would have been nice. But now he misses with a twenty-two with the falchion, just swings out at Baron and clang off Baron's armor. 
And uh, let's just take a look at the battlefield here. So as we round out the round here, Nestor is pretty much out of the fight for right now. We'll see how fast he can move. Maybe he has something up his sleeve. There is one of these beefy-looking guys left. There is one guy that just swung a falchion at Baron. And there is the <laughs> crazy warthog. And then there is the general who just went into total defense behind his heavy steel shield. And now it's the top of the new round. And it's Baron's turn. There's an orc right behind you. What do you do? So in the madness of all this battle, he's seeing a lot of movement around him. He sees the giant warthog Patchouil. What's it called? Potriel. Potriel. Move and Patchouli? Patchouli. Patchouli. It's a delicious patchouli. Um, he wants to identify that Potriel before making any actions. Uh, okay. What, what knowledge roll? Knowledge. I give you Dungeoneering, Engineering, Nature. It's probably Arcana. I think it is Arcana. Sure, I think it's a magical beast. Yes, it's, it's Chimera related. Della, I need your help. When you get a chance, let me know what that thing is. She's not here. That was painful for me. Metra! Ah! <laughs> He's still calling out to her all these months later. God shouting the name of her dead daughter at her? <laughs> I used to have a pistol <laughs> named after your daughter, too. I'm so confused. <laughs> all of a sudden, Metra's right next to you, and she's like, grasps your shoulder. She's like, I miss her too. <laughs> I call out her name in the night as well. Can we have a cry break real quick? Uh, they Baron. just hold each other. <laughs> Baron will uh, do a full attack action, incurring an attack of opportunity, I guess, from Falchion Man. Yep, we'll have to hit on that 20. Oh, man, critical threat, uh, but a 22 to hit. Nope. Uh, here comes the first attack against said same orc. Rapid shot. I'm going to get up close and deadly, spend some grit too. Um, that will be a 28 to hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus, come on. Oh! That is going to be uh, 34 points of damage on the first attack so against him. Dude comes up, swings the falchion, it hits you. It's a, it's a perfect hit. goes right <laughs> off your armor. You go to fire your gun. It provokes an attack. He swings again, hits you with an even better hit, does no damage because of your armor, and then you just fucking... Put the gun <laughs> in his mouth, point blank. Right? <laughs> 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 he just sits, he so just like sits down and like goes, <laughs> and he's dead. Say hello to Sauron for me. <laughs> Baron stabs his foot southwards towards the next orc into the skull of the orc he just killed and fires off at him with another up close and deadly. Here it comes. It's Baron shooting, shooting orcs. This is classic GCP this right is, here. This really oh, brings you back. So nostalgic right now. This is awesome. 23 to hit. Now, question. Is this the one uh, that was flanking Sir Will or the one in total defense? The one that was flanking Sir Will. Okay, you said 23 to hit? Yep. Uh, against touch? Yes. That is it. All right. That is going to be 41 points of damage. Whoa. Yikes. And is he still standing? Oh, yeah. One more attack against him. Oh, cracked freaking Against him. him. Will be a 22 (laughs) against touch AC. 22 against touch the hit. Uh, That is going to be for... Ooh. 42 points of damage. Oh, Wow. Still up? Jeez. Still up. Burning through my grit. Uh, Let me mark that off so I'm accurate. Uh, Final attack will not use up close and deadly to conserve some of that precious, precious grit. Final attack against him is going to be a 19 against touch AC. 19 against touch is a hit. Okay. Ooh, GCP on the die. That's six and a max damage on the damage die. Okay. That's going to be for... 46 points of damage. 46 points of damage brings him below his con. Yeah! 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 Of course it 
done. Yes. And his name is John C. <laughs> that is so amazing. Oh, yes. It would have been his turn. Baron turns towards the general and says, you can't see me, mother. Uh, well, that guy falls. Now all that's left is the general and the potreal. Uh It goes to Nestor's turn. Nestor, you're 70, away from feet, 70 feet away from the battle down this ladder that you got to move up slowly with climb checks. You just start your way up or do you take out a cigarette? No, yeah. So Nestor, like, <laughs> foam, like, lands on his feet at the base of, of the shaft. Oh, that must look great. If the camera shot was on the empty fireplace, you just... <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, oh my fucking... Oh, jeez, he's sick. And he just... He turns right to the ladder. He says, I'll have you, you fucking pig. And he starts double uh, accelerated climbing um, up this thing. So it's a... What, what, it's a DC 10, right? Yeah, DC 10. Okay, so I need a four better... Uh, four. Okay. Four. Okay. So I got it. And I'm going to use Slayer's Advanced. So I'm going to use an additional move action. So I get 45 feet up the ladder. 45 feet up the ladder. All right. Shoo, so shoo, 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 shoo. Yeah, you're another accelerated climb uh, from being back in the fight. That's like Olympic rock climbing speed. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, now he's mad. So he's just like moving with like crazy determined speed. It is Sir Will's turn. Two enemies left. You guys have made mincemeat of the other orcs in here. What do you do? Um, tough position here for you against a very strong combatant. Tough position against a very strong combatant. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but you know what? He's just going to hold it off and buy a time. Um, buy everyone else time. He'll just uh, take a five-foot step, center it a little bit. Uh, he will, uh, let's see, he will drop his lance, draw his sword. No, no, he won't. No, he won't. He's just going to hold the lance and he is going to, um, basically stall the creature. So he's going to take a five foot step. The creature is now backed up against the wall and Sir Will is between him and the entire room and all of Sir Will's allies and he just knows Baron is coming and he just looks across at the creature and he's like foul beast, you'll be dead in moments and he's just going to hold it down and go total defense. Total defense. Metra. Uh, the general needs to roll a reflex save. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, pretty good roll. I need to switch to one of the 14 combatants in here. Uh, that is going to be a 23. Oh, all right. He passes. A hungry pit beneath, oh. appears beneath his feet. Oh, oh you pit. Uh, okay. All right. So a hungry pit uh, appears beneath him, and he jumps to the side. Uh, but if he ends his round... Um, on that, actually, I can move right there. Uh, if he ends his round in that space, he'll have to roll to see if he falls in. Yes, and Metro is going to loop around uh, back to the west, uh, kind of in, still in the air between, uh, kind of equidistant from the Warthog and from General. It's just so crazy like, thinking about Metra like flying around like the angel of death. Like, yes, <laughs> flying over this battlefield, just like, boom, casting down incredible magical de- death on everybody. It's so it's awesome. I was just, I want, I, we, we've really made this general's day really terrible. And I was like, what would make his day even worse? 
it's to so, fall into an interdimensional pit that tries well, to eat him. It's so funny. That I know a real bummer. If you talk to somebody, like, you try to ask for their autograph during dinner, it might ruin their night. But you did something even worse. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was worse than Killed that. all his friends with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it is the general's turn. The general is going to delay uh, and uh, free action yell out uh, to the pig. <laughs> Uh, and then the pig will do a full attack on Sir Will. Neon green. No boy. Four attacks. No boy. Oh boy. First oh boy. comes the gore. Oh, terrible roll. 31. Miss. Oh, Miss. Oh, defended oh, gore. Bang! They seated on his mount. The gore is the 48 plus 34 damage. Uh, so then the hooves. Uh, first hoof. Okay, that's probably going to hit with a 41. Yeah, that hits. All right, so that does uh, 22 points of damage. And then the next one is a 34. Miss. Oh, miss. With a 34. Miss. And then phew, tail slap comes around. Bang. 27. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but that one got me, though. Oh. <laughs> the general sees this, sees all of these orcs dead, realizes that the potrial can do no damage. He can't beat a halfling. On a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Magical wolf. And the general steps forward so as to not fall into the pit <laughs> and looks directly at Baron. A momentary detente, if you will! Whoa. Ooh. In Orcus or in common? Uh, he says it in common. Were you ever stationed at Red Lake Fort? I was not, but some of them were. Who are you? Cretans who crawl through sacred doors entering battle like cowards without knowing their enemy seem like those who don't belong. Identify yourself! Baron shoots him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I have that as a feat now. I get to shoot people during their speeches. It's yeah. great. Everyone should get that feat. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way I run. There's so much time. Just wasted. I'm the chief defender of True Now, and these three are champions of the small folk of the world. You should be fighting against these damn giants. They ain't got nothing but you but slow deaths. We're doing a mercy to you by killing you quickly. I am General Numerak of the Black Sun. We trace our lineage back to the great warlord Belkson himself. Rhubarb, 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 rhubarb. His blood flows through me. These others who lie dead before you represented many of the tribes of the holds of Belkson. Before you lie the dead warriors and servants of the closed fist, the empty hand, the dead eye, the skull eaters, the twisted nails. The twisted twisted nails. We came here to broker a partnership with the storm tyrant. We are or were his honored guests. This potrill you see before you was his gift to us. And she's hungry. So let me ask you a question. After all, you must be wise if you can skulk about this flying fortress unnoticed. Should we just continue to kill each other for no reason? Or should we talk? What do you suggest as a means of negotiation? Let me free. And I will take the potrill, tame, and not attack you further. You may kill me, but it will take out one of yours. Your halfling friend got lucky. 
There are only two orcs that walk this earth right now that I have any love for. One is named Ragblood Tusk, and the other is Lork. Doesn't happen to be your name, buddy. I think your name's about to turn to ash, just like all the tribes amongst you at your feet. No deal. Then face me in single combat without your gun. Show me that you are the power you say you are. Should you defeat me, you earn my respect in the afterlife. I don't think you're in a, a point of power to negotiate with me right now, fella. Blam! <laughs> yeah. Right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> so be it! And he'll just step up to you and do one attack. Is he going to do an acrobatics move to jump on top of the table? All yes. right. <laughs> All right. Natural 17. Uh, yeah, he's got pretty... Actually, he's pretty bad acrobatics. Um, <laughs> good thing you said that. Uh, yeah, no, he gets up on the table, and he can only do one attack. Okay. Critical threat. Natty 19. Whoa. But will it hit? Uh, I think it will. Uh, 41. Yeah, that is. All right, so critical threat named character to confirm. No, 25. No, not to confirm. All right, and it's not... uh, Exploding dice. Exploding dice. Either. So it's going to be 27 points of regular damage. Before that goes through... Oh, God. If I had hit on that... <laughs> He's a critical build. Like it would have been uh, amazing. Does a falchion? Does a falchion? No, he has a heavy pick. Like he, oh. he has impaling critical and greater impaling critical. It's oh, amazing. Wow. Oh, he, must, he must have had improved critical or something, because I'm pretty sure heavy pick is a 20. Only. Oh, actually, he does have uh, critical focus, which so would be plus a plus four. Plus four. 29 isn't even close. No, it's not going to hit. But before he even does does damage, the beard of Greater Thramir's beard animates and wraps around his hand, trying to snatch the falchion from his hand. Greater pick. Pick. Heavy pick. pick. Heavy pick. Heavy pick. Here it comes. Uh, That is going to be a 30 CMB. Miss. Oh, man. Picks or it didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen. Give me that damage. Oh, just so sad. He had so much cool stuff here for critical focus, impaling critical, improved impaling critical. Well, uh, so the first damage was uh, 20, what did I say, 27 or 26? I think it was 26. Uh, and then you take an extra six points of some kind of damage. Well, what kind of damage is it? I might have something on my sheet that stops it. Or do you not want to say? No, no, I, I'm. I, it's untyped. I'm trying to see what it's... Oh, because oh, it's a vicious weapon. Uh, so it's an extra 2d6 points of uh, negative energy damage. Got it. Yeah, so not that great. Man, that would have been awesome. It's a times four crit. And all these other fucking cool yeah. things. Yeah, That didn't happen. And that's all he can do. You, uh, He wouldn't accept... Four crit. It's like a scythe. Like oh a pick scythe. That would have been amazing. Okay. Uh, anyways, it is... Baron's turn. Baron's going to take a five-foot step back and uh, take aim at him. Okay, Corral style. Here it comes. The first attack is a natural one. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! It is like single combat. Oh, to, to confirm, confirm the fumble. it is a natural 20. Okay, so okay. not a fumble, but it is a misfire. Misfire! Yeah. That is the first attack. So we've established that the first attack of a full round attack, I can halt, and I will use a move action and a grip point to clear 
the misfire condition from my gun. Change my grit count down by one. And that is Baron's turn. Now what? Will you all take aim at me or will you let your dwarf try to kill me one on one? It is up to you. But know this, the gods are watching you this day. I challenged this dwarf to single combat. He would not accept. Kill me if you must. And it is Sir Will's turn. Well, actually, it's Nestor's turn. Uh, Nestor is going to continue his accelerated climb. He has no more Slayer's advance. Uh, This time makes the check, so he gets another 30 feet up. Another 30 feet up. And now it is Sir Will's turn. Sir Will still dealing with that potrail. Kill it! Kill the halfling! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sir Will still dealing with it. will turn and shout uh, over his shoulder at this guy. You speak as if you have honor. You don't know what the word means. Hmm. And he's going to stand tall and continue uh, total defense and just fighting this uh, this pig until <laughs> the situation gets under control. Oh, that's why those didn't hit you. I didn't realize you were in total defense before. Yeah. I was like, damn. Fighting this pig. Uh, yeah, the difficult terrain is gone now because the thunderous charge only lasts for one round afterwards. And it is. Ooh, actually. So say, you don't know the meaning of the word. The gods do not side with you today. They side with those that wish to bring peace to this world and justice. And he touches himself with a Swifty. I believe it's a Swifty. Should probably check it. But I do actually think it pretty sure it's a Swift. Swifty. It is. Uh, He's going to do total defense and he's going to stack it with a litany of defense as he Ooh. says oh. his speech up to Iomade. Uh, and Iomade will then also double the enhancement bonus of his armor for one round. So he's just sort of stacking on, stacking on. Huge. Can I take a swift action at a turn? Or did I move my... Anytime a free action could be taken. So could I technically take it? Yeah, you go for it. All right, I'm going to pull down my second of three judgments for the day to increase my AC as this... Um, Orc tries to face me in single combat. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. It is Metra's turn. Coward! Metra snaps her fingers. Does he have less than 200 hit points? Fewer than 200 hit points. (gasps) Uh, It's fewer, Matthew. (laughs) And, uh, yes. He's blind. Oh. <laughs> oh. He says it so flat. If he has between 101 and 200 hit points, it is for a matter of rounds. If it's uh, between 51 and 100 hit points, it's minutes. It's the prior, the previous. So rounds. Rounds. How many rounds? I'll tell you. I'll, roll, I'll roll a d4. Uh, just two rounds. May not matter, though. It is the Potriel's turn uh, now, and the Potriel will again try and take a full attack action. Oh, God, I just really want to fuck up Sir Will, but it's hard. Sir Will is just, like, blazing with this white light. It's blinding the creature with holy light. Shielded by God! (laughs) (laughs) I shit you not, I saw a giant lightning strike right as Skid said. Oh, that's awesome! That is amazing. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) All right, first attack is the big one. It's the gore. Caught a crit on this. Be really good. That's a 30 to hit. 
Terrible. Get role. that shit out of here. <laughs> 33 on Hoove number one. Clang! <laughs> uh, 34 on Hoove two. Clang! And uh, 31 on the tail. Yeah! Slap. He catches <laughs> that <laughs> tail <laughs> and then wrapped around the, uh, the lance and just swings it off. <laughs> I have Still standing never, across from it. In all of the games I've played with you, I don't think I've ever seen you as so as such a, like a base level happiness as when you go total defense on Troy. Oh, it's the best you. because there's no randomness on Joe's part to yeah. decide his success. Yes, it's yes. A, you just boost all your static numbers and watch someone else batter <laughs> their foreheads against a plate glass window that they can't break. And I just, I also just love the image. I love it so much. The image of like the mounted knight, just like yeah, deflecting yeah. blows one after another after another. Yeah. It's not like deftly dodging. It's just like clang, 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 clang. clang armor on hoof on on uh, gore on yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, to me, like, this is the thing that I was excited about with when Dalgrith went down. It's like, in terms of party comp. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wanted somebody that can just stand in front of a really tough enemy. Tank. And just soak it up until Tank. there's time for Nestor and Baron to, to just finish it off. Yeah, totally. So valuable. It's the general's turn. He's blind. 50% mischance. He knows where Baron is, but we have 50% mischance to hit, and I have to roll uh, a DC 10 acrobatics to be able to get a full attack off, basically to get down uh, into that space to move more than half speed. <laughs> I made it. These are all going to be at 50% mischance. Uh, he, he wouldn't get a full attack. He wouldn't? He can't take a five-foot step when you're blind. You're right. I believe we said that before. It was in terms yeah. of darkness. Yeah. Like, if you're blind, you can't take a five-foot step. Yeah. So all he can do is move faster than half. He can but if you want to rule it, that you rolled an acrobatics for it and did it, well, it's, I'm fine with that. Let the great. word ring forth from this day forward. <laughs> <laughs> blind creatures must make a DC 10 acrobatic skill check to move ha- faster than half speed. It doesn't say anything that they can't take a five-foot step, but what, what did we... you say flying? I, I feel like... I want you to do whatever you want to do right now, but I just feel like this came up exactly. Yeah, well, it was in is, darkness, and we said, "Well, if you were blind, you wouldn't be able to take a five foot step." Maybe we were just assuming. Yeah, no, I, I think he can take a five foot step if he wasn't jumping off of a table. But the fact that I'm stepping down from a table to the ground is—it's not really. Well, he did make the acrobat. The fact you're joke. doing it and doing it diagonally is kind of weird, as well. You know what? I'm going to allow it for myself because I think it's fun for the story since you guys are just going to kill him anyways. Let's see if uh, the gods will allow a crit. This there. creature is not bound by the laws of physics! Because <laughs> he's just stepping... He's just blindly... He used his acrobatics to allow him to step down. Let's see if he can hit 50% mischance on all three attacks. No chance. What if he crits and gets a quadrant? All right, so critical threat and a 58 but uh, and they would hit with a. And you have to roll the D100. What's the total? Forty-five. Okay. Roll, which is tough. Forty. No, you don't. Oh wow! Now, yeah, natty nineteen. That's a forty-five to hit. I took power attack off, so my oh, and uh, confirm with a thirty-four. So that is got. not a confirm because I have the blessing of Torag. The gods are oh. in my favor. My AC is a thirty-five. Sorry, it's a forty-four. I have a plus two. Oh, Way to pull the rug out. Grant, you look so dumb. Good job, Troy. Way to make Making Torag Grant look, look dumb. dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, 
You know what? This is this is pretty bad here because that is a confirmed crit. So I want to uh, make sure that we're getting the uh, the five foot step rules uh, slightly correct because this is uh, this is going to be pretty nasty because of all of the things. And he's a named character. So Joe, uh, show me what you got. Uh, all right, uh, going with Ren. Ren, R-E-H-N, uh, of Melbourne. Wait, Joe. Oh, shit. Don't read that. Oh. Once per day is an immediate action after oh. a critical hit is confirmed against the wearer with a melee weapon, the wearer can force the attacker to re-roll the confirmation roll and take the worst result. So go Ooh. ahead and re-roll that confirmation oh, roll, that's, Troy. That's Ooh. fair. And here it is right here. You can take a five-foot step while blind. Oh, uh, you can move five feet in any round when you don't perform any other kind of movement. Blind creatures must make a DC 10 acrobatics to move faster than half speed. So I was right But you that. moved eight feet while dropping from the table, if you add that in there. So it's now illegal. It's true. He stepped five and then fell three. Here we go. This is, uh, or was it a 26-foot high table, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Two, uh, <laughs> he takes 2d6 damage oh. on the five-foot step. What's the, what's the reroll? I rolled a natural two. Oh, yeah! yeah! <laughs> uh, to His get a- name is John Cena. <laughs> Barry just standing there in front of him doesn't give a shit. Completely I was, fearless. I went from a forty-four to confirm to a twenty-eight. Oh, to confirm. oh, oh wow! So uh, it's just a regular hit. Just a regular old garden variety hit. Sorry, Ren. Maybe another day. All right. Uh, that's nineteen points of regular. And then the vicious gives it. Oh wow! I wrote three sixes, so max damage: nineteen points of regular, and then another twelve for the vicious Man. property. That would have been bad if it was a crit. Oh my god! Yeah, that would have been really bad. Real I bad. took power attack off, but still, the impaling critical is what gets fun. All right, second attack at a fifty percent mischance. No way. Thirty to hit, and a thirty-one on the concealment, and then the final swing. Yo, coward! Uh, almost a critical threat, but instead it's just a straight-up miss with a 33, and that would have been an 83 on the confirmed. Oh. Whew. Man, Ooh. this guy did great for being blind. Yeah. I forgot to add my critical focus, but that wouldn't have made a difference because I rolled a 28, a 32. Still no, it still doesn't right. confirm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. every chance. Every chance in this amazing critical build. Uh, and that's it. That's all. That is his turn. Yo! Yep. <laughs> You call yourselves heroes who skulks about on ladders and blinds their foes. It is Baron's turn. Oh, once more with vigor and passion, Baron will take a step backwards and full attack. Here comes the first attack. Come on, baby. Okay, that will hit with a 24 against touch AC, I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh... I didn't call up close and deadly ahead of time, so I'm not going to add it on, but that is 30 points of damage on the first attack. Second attack will be up close and deadly. And 22 against touch AC. That's a hit. (laughs) 41 points of damage on the second attack. Okay. Third attack is also up close and deadly. That's going to hit...44 points of damage on that attack. Okay, still up. Third attack is going to be up close and deadly. Fourth attack. Fourth attack. That is the fourth attack? This is your fourth hit. You're correct, yes. Okay, so that is going to be a 12 against Touch AC. Because he's blinded, it hits exactly. Yes! (laughs) Oh, man. The gods have spoken, my friend. The gods have spoken! 
43 points of damage. He is into his constitution. Ferocity has been enacted. It is Nestor's turn. All right, Nestor. How far is Nestor from the top of the ladder? Uh, 15. No, uh, you went 45. You can get in this round. Okay, so he... Do a climb check. Uh, Natural 20 makes it. And um, comes out, sees, uh, just pops, hops off into the fireplace, sees Baron facing off against this guy who's like uh, clearly bleeding on his last legs, and he fires off one shot at the back of his head. Uh, That is a 34 against his flat-footed AC. That's a hit. 50 points of damage. (laughs) The general falls. (laughs) Baron, you're just sitting there and you just plop! See an arrow come out of one of his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Collapses. And as he hits the ground, it shoots the arrow back out the top of his head. (laughs) And it lands right back in Nestor's hand. (laughs) It's amazing. He's so good. (laughs) Sweet. Sir Will, you are still uh, up next to this guy. Nestor is back. All of the orcs are dead, dead. But there is still a, a creature here that has not taken a, a point of damage, I don't think. Maybe a point. Yeah. Then um, I disintegrated him, didn't you? You did, yeah. One point. <laughs> 42 points of damage. You did 30 points on that disintegrate, I believe. I did like. Saved. I think I did like 19, so we must have hit him with something else. Something oh, else. And he also took a fireball from me as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to keep it going. Just going to keep it going, holding down the creature. I'm running out of lucky chances here. Bring the fire. I think it should also be clear. It's been fun to watch Joe every turn because he's inching five feet, like, further away outside of the creature's Actually, range. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that in that oh. case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I will swift action uh, lay on hands on myself. Okay. Uh, but then, then I will go back into total defense and just keep trying to weather the blows of this creature. But I don't have the litany of defense anymore. That was just one round. So the light starts to fade a little bit now. He's just got the strength of his arm and shield. Okay. Okay, I think it now goes to Metra. Uh, yes, it does, I guess. So Metra is going to... I mean, we got Nestor back, but I don't want to... Yeah, I'm going to have this guy roll a will save. My piggy? Your piggy. Oh, piggy. <laughs> oh, piggy. Oh, Natural Kirby. one. That's a hold monster. Oh, <laughs> amazing. He's paralyzed. Amazing. Nice. Oh, no. Uh, no, is he effectively <laughs> paralyzed? Yeah. Like you can just straight up. The subject becomes paralyzed and freezes in place. Wow. We're going to coup de gras this pig? Sir Will could coup de gras next round. Uh, yeah, he is not. But he'll, he'll very almost certainly pass the fortitude save to survive. Oh, God. Is that a charm or compulsion spell? It's a compulsion spell. Yeah. Would have been nice if I didn't roll a natural one. Get a plus <laughs> six against those type of spells! <laughs> uh, it is its turn, and it does nothing! Because it's frozen in place from hold monster. Well, it gets a save every round, doesn't it? Uh, that is probably I believe true. so. Yes. I believe so. Each round on its turn. Okay, it's its turn, and I roll a 25. That passes. But that's its turn, right? Or yep. no? I believe that's at the end of its turn. It, it breaks out of it. So it doesn't get to take a turn right now, but it, it is free. That is a... No, take, to the, the saving throw is a full round action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Okay. 
I could take that back if you're unhappy. But it's imp- it's important though. It makes a difference because it's not held right now. You know right. I mean, you for its it. entire time. Right. Right. And it's no longer has all the penalties from paralyzed and whatnot. All right. So it spends. It oh, there are so many range off. arrows being pointed <laughs> at this yeah. pig. It's like a bunch of laser beams from sniper rifles in all different <laughs> areas. Just these little like red dots dancing around <laughs> on its body. And Sir Will sees them coming through. Yeah. He's like, yes, it's yes, like, I blast, fuck, blasted yeah. it. Low light to the rescue. <laughs> It is Baron's turn. He knows any second bullets and arrows are going to start zipping by his head. (laughs) Baron is going to move calmly 25 feet forward through the absolute atrocity of orc gore that they've splattered across the floor. Slips a little bit on one of his boots, but gets close enough to get one shot off. Pictured him walking with the spurs, just like clang, clang, clang. That'll be a 20 against touch, AC? 21. uh, 21 against touch is a hit. Okay, this is not... Oh, did we ever determine... Okay, so I'm going to remove Bane if we never determined what kind of creature it is. Uh, and Metra never did it because she doesn't care about you doing well. Fact. Okay, uh, then minus the bane damage I rolled, that will be 26 points of damage. You notice that it doesn't take all of that damage, Baron, but it does take most of it. It is Nestor's turn. All right, Nestor has been waiting for this. His anger has just been building as he's been climbing this ladder at top speed. Takes a five-foot step at stealth. Yep. Uh, that is a 50 on stealth. 50 on stealth. stealth. Uh, it does not have any way of seeing you. Okay, so it is going to... It <laughs> Amazing. Studied target, and he's got rapid shot on, and he is going to unleash... Uh, first shot, mini shot, is a natty 15... <sighs> That'll do. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a 40-something, right? And is he flat-footed? Uh, against me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is 75 points of damage. Ah! Oh, my. Have you done that much before in one shot? Um, it's, I never usually get uh, my sneak attack damage. Oh, so right. That's, that's the thing. Hey, we haven't made you invisible in a while. We can no. start doing that again. Yeah. Uh, second shot against flat-footed is a 32. 32 flat-footed is a hit. Okay. Uh, 37 damage, no DR. Okay. Uh, third attack. Ooh, uh, 31. 31 hits because okay. of flat-footed. 48 damage. Okay. Troy, um, you say this a lot. Just want to check in. I'm getting from your tone. You're not rooting for us right now. No. You <laughs> seem sad. No, no, no. Who are your friends? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But so were these orcs. <laughs> <laughs> you have known them for a lot longer than we have. It's true. That was my second attack, right? The last yes, one. Many yeah. shot. Uh, no, that was your third. That was, was my... Yeah, it was your third because you the last one you were like, and I already used my DR. No, this is Wait, your third right now. This is my third now. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's a hit. Okay. And I don't actually, um, well, okay. Uh, 45 damage. Okay. Um, all right, fourth attack. Finish it, Nesta. Crack die. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. 23 misses. Okay, come on! Ah, uh, miss again. Fuck. 
again, Nestor. Yeah, I just hey. can't hit with those fucking final. You did great. You did great. What'd you do? Uh, 180 points? Yeah, yeah. I can't be too upset. Yeah. Yes, no. Sir Will, you are up. You're right next to this thing. Will you attack it? Finish it. I just don't. I don't. What do you What do you guys think would be the ruling on attacking with a lance? I don't think I can attack with a lance. Just, just standing there. Isn't it a tiny lance? It doesn't matter. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. It won't get over DR anyway. So yeah, he's just going to keep it up. He's just going to keep defending. Total defense. Metra. Now, whole monster. Once you save, it's done, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, it's done. Get out of here with that spell. Is oh, broken. You know, I was going to ask. I felt bad because Troy was so sad, but I was going to ask you to do a blood reader, Nestor. But uh, you know, here's what I'll do first: is roll knowledge arcana. Ooh. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Subtype. All I want to know is the subtype. You don't know. Right. Could roll higher than that. Subtype. Subtype. 15 creature. It's an animal! I can select I don't know is my bane, and it'll work. Okay, good. Untyped bane. I'll do a magic missile. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Always safe. That's good. Classic. Overcomes the R. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Fire off your missile. Are you, are you, you going to fire it or not? Matthew, I'm firing. Matthew's going to the Google die roller. I That's can tell. 15 points of damage. Terrible nice. roll. Still alive. <sighs> magic missile. I didn't think it was that close to death. Uh, Metro will move, will move to stay flying. Actually, she'll just roll a hopper check. She makes it. Okay. It's its turn. Could just trample you again. Farewell. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave fire attack on. I'm going to attack you four He's times. He's going to try to crit. Try for that He's crit. going to try to crit. On the core. This is the one that has to hit. This is the one that does crazy damage. No, I missed. <laughs> 29. Uh, hoof number one, 38. Hits exactly. Oh. That okay. was it. You found it. He kept poking. Uh, poking. It's not a ton of damage, uh, and I rolled really poorly. 14 points of damage. Uh, I got to beat 30. Oh, 19. Uh, so this one will be a hit as well for uh, slightly better 16 points of damage and then the tail slap uh, miss with a 31 okay so a couple nice. of hooves it like got up on its hind legs and just came down on you and uh, like oh! dented a piece of the armor and now have to bang that back out. around to Baron's turn sweet bigger 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 sweet <laughs> first attack is going to hit with a 25 Oh, I rolled the, the damn band damage I can't do. So that's 26 points of damage on the first attack. And it falls. Oh, yeah! So it falls out of its out of its big giant wet mouth and it falls. And Baron, you look around you at just the death and carnage in this room and there's one uh, orc whose uh, body is uh, singed with electricity and it's still, the life is like fading out of its eyes and you look down and it has the uh, symbol of the twisted hearts oh. on his uh, ah. lapel I guess he's wearing a suit jacket if you don't it was bring a black your own dinner. jacket <laughs> He's got it right the, on his the, the club will provide you with one. <laughs> so I imagine he's got this, uh, you know, he's dressed in like furs, but he's got a bandolier across his chest. So it's like the Friars Club for orcs. <laughs> he's got the, the symbol of the Twisted Hearts, and he points right at you and says, I'm 
friend. You. You were with another group months ago at Red Lake Fort. You killed Crenzel Deck and flooded the land. Spits up blood. You are lawless. You deserve to die. Nalgreth watches you. And the blood god will have his payment. And we'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh he's been cursed. Cursed. Famous cursed. Dude. Blood for the blood god, skulls Man. for the skull throne. I know. Called you out for being lawless, too. Man. And as an orc, that means a lot. Yeah. Pretty sure I just. He's dead. <laughs> Baron shoots his dead body. Yeah. Baron stomps his face. <laughs> Shoot his ghost. Reservoir Dogside. Shoot yeah. his ghost as it rises to heaven. See you later, Mr. Pink. <laughs> the Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.